Hi everyone, welcome to episode 7 of The Green Room. Uh, I am here with my co-host, Nick, and I'm James. And uh, as always, on our weekly podcast, we are going to talk to you a little bit about some energy saving bits and pieces around the home, um, what has caught our attention in the news, Mm -hmm. uh, and various other bits and pieces. Have you had a good week, Nick? I've had a fantastic week. (laughs) Have you? It's been terrific. Actually, I was a uh, a bit down by all the cold. Last week, so I'm just right. not, not prepared for these things. You know, I don't have um, hiking boots and all that stuff, so very, very slippery, I have to say. <clears> so <throat> I don't mind a bit of rain, I have to say. I don't mind a bit of grey sky. You don't prefer the snow? I don't like the snow. Not not, not for, I mean, if I was skiing, of course, mm. then it would be absolutely perfect. But for for kind of UK climate, it's not very ideal. It's not good for commuting. My little dog, yep, uh, who is now a year and two months old, mm-hmm. This is the second time he's seen snow, and he bloody loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it's just unbelievable. I mean, properly prancing around in the snow, loves it. Can much be, more than, much more than me. You can be bleary eyed. Did you stay up to watch the NFL last night? <laughs> I didn't. No, okay. I'd planned to, but then didn't, which I think, having heard some of the reports, is probably for the best. Yes. Uh, so, no, but I was, no, I didn't. I didn't, but excited about the fact the Patriots have won again. Here's a bit of, you know, I don't watch NFL, but here's a bit of knowledge uh, that I... So they've tied the Pittsburgh Steelers for the most NFLs in modern history. Have they? Yes. So six oh, Super Bowls. Exactly. I, don't, I don't watch That's it. I watch rugby. So, Fuck. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> right. Should we make a start on talking about this sort of stuff? LED. Is that where we're going? We're going to talk about LED What this does week. LED stand for, Nick? Light emitting diode. And tell me about it. So LEDs are, it's, well, it's new technology. It's not really new technology now, but it's um, relevant technology in terms of it has replaced the, the old lights, the incandescent lights, the halogens. Not, not fully the halogens, but um, in terms of the energy use, they are more efficient to run. Yeah. They are now mu- much more popular, obviously, in, in homes. Uh, they are at an increasing rate being uptaken in business as well. So... Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about the retrofit that we're doing. Not this room yet, but hopefully when these ones go next time, we will get these retrofitted. Where because we've still got those enormously warm, enormous chlorofluorescent ones. Well, actually, tungsten. No, they are T twelves. T twelves. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's just there's the really long tubes. So, so when you turn them on, they flicker a bit and then they come on fully. So yes, uh, but not great. I think they're yeah, they're on really high wattage, so guzzling energy. But it is quite bright in here, so. It is very bright. For our videos. It is very bright. Um, sometimes too bright for my liking. But, um, I mean, kind of going back onto the LED stuff, it's um, European regulations came in a few years ago, which just think actually this is where regulation is useful. Not always useful. Um, in, in a sense that they want the country or, you know, all of the European countries to move to LED as a standard, which is kind of pretty much taking place nicely. So. And the savings are massive. Yes. Right? I think that's, I think that's first thing to make really clear mm-hmm. so if you have a light a traditional light bulb in your house what kind of energy savings are we looking at uh well in terms of so i'd say 90 percent. so if you've got um a i don't know <clears throat> safe you've got a halogen uh gu10 bulb so a little spotlight in the yeah kitchen. the one you twist and release yeah absolutely kitchen's popular um you used to have them say in bathrooms but now you're kind of having them throughout the house so I'd say about, yeah, about 90% because the the old G10s used to run on about 40, 50 watts. Mm-hmm. The new ones are four and a half to six watts. 
But you get the same amount of light. Same amount of light and energy because just the way they've been designed is they have been designed for the purpose to produce light and very little heat. Whereas the, the old bulbs, as you, you'll know, they get hot. A lot of heat, very they little glow, light. They produce yeah. light. So it's, so it's kind of like, uh, and I think we've touched on this before, but it's about 90% heat for an old bulb. Yes. About 90% heat, 10% light. And now that's flipped. So it's about. 90% light and 10% heat. So as you say, they are specifically designed to produce light, which is a bit stupid because all lights are designed to produce light. Yes. But I know what you mean. They've been optimised to do so. Yeah. Optimised, good word. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> but it's interesting. I mean, we've only... So in terms of... It just shows you how far technology has moved. So it's only the last... When was it? 18, 1890s when... Um, you know, the, the, the standard lights came out and it's sort of 100 years later that we've moved on to, to technology. Before that, we used oil lamps and before I'm that... I'm glad we moved past that. Yes. I'm so it just shows you how that. quickly things are moving. So Yeah. But even when we started this and we, we kind of were writing about all these bits and pieces, uh, to buy a decent LED, you were paying about 15 to 20 quid. Do you remember? Just for one sort yes. of GU10 bulb. Whereas if you went and bought a halogen in a supermarket, it would cost you sort of a pound. And that's why, and that's why the slow, slow adoption. That's why a lot of um, good kind of folk were saying, "Well, you know, it's all good that you're giving me this fantastic advice, but you know, I'm going to have to pay twenty five pounds for because the because the upfront price was so high." Um, but I think if you if you look at it now, I think one of the big reasons why LEDs have just become so normal in, in properties is because the price has dropped near enough comparative with halogens. Yeah, mm -hmm. or an incandescent bulb. So what's in the brief today? Are you going to bamboozle us with figures? Well, uh, what have we got? So, Energy Saving Trust. Mm -hmm. Boo. It's <laughs> <laughs> a um, valid resource. It's, no, it's very good. Sorry, I'm only joking. Um, they uh, estimate that a typical halogen would use about £11 worth of electricity a year. Mm -hmm. And an LED equivalent, yeah, so producing the same amount of light, uses about £2. I'd never thought of it that way. Can you imagine? I mean, if you've got £11 a bulb and say you've got, I mean, even even a dozen bulbs, that's that's already, what, £132? Good mass. 12 times 11. <laughs> that's very good. It's very good. Um, yeah, so I think the take-home... Just some lights without even, say, going so to the other. That's the running cost. Yeah. So I think the take-home there is that if your light bulb blows... You know, you, or actually not even that. If, if you've got lights, don't wait to swap them. Don't wait till they blow to swap them out. Swap them straight away. And because you what you've said about the, the costs are now come down exactly. such significant margins that exactly. it's, it's worth, to do worth it. taking even a running halogen or incandescent bulb out and swapping them with um, with the LED equivalent. What do you think about the, the claim about life lifespan of 15, 20 years? So I think the early ones... Uh, the lifespan was slightly overestimated, mm. massively overestimated. But I think regardless of what quality LED bulb, the the longevity of the lifespan of them is considerably longer than the halogen or incandescent equivalent. So uh, I think now you could very easily get over 20 years. I think there's a... Is there a regulation now that it, they have to sell bulbs with over a seven-year lifespan? I read that somewhere. So an LED bulb has to have over seven years, yes. but you can comfortably get 20 years out of it. We can check that, but Harry can interject at any time. Yep. Um, but I think the, the thing to mention is that, so LEDs are, you know, they're, they're great. They have, so in the end of the bulb, 
they have a heat sink, so they're trying to take away heat from the LED bit, the bit produces light. And the reason is, is it, if the heat stays by the light emitting bit, it sort of uh, decreases its lifespan. Basically, it kills the bulb very slowly. So if you have them in a loft and there's lots of insulation above and there isn't kind of any space for yep. that heat to yep. dissipate, you are going to dramatically reduce the lifespan of the LED bulb. Um, and what, what um, I mean, we'll probably get questions on this. How challenging is it to, to swap them out and stuff? Because, I mean, we, we did a video on this <coughs> yeah. five years ago yeah. where I had a simple stepladder. I have to say, I should have really have turned the, the circuit off. So that was a dangerous thing that, that I did there. So but you're still here. I'm still here, still alive. Thank the Lord. Swapped out a G, <laughs> G, GU10. Um, but what... Um, so, so tell us about a typical house. It might have a combination of different types of bulb, okay. bulb units. So, so, number one, most bulbs, in fact, all bulbs, have an equivalent LED now. Right? Even so, the, the Edisons, you know, the one you... So you, can get, so you can get Edison, Edison screw bulbs. Yep. So they're the, the sort of familiar old-fashioned bulb that everyone's probably seen. You get bayonets, mm -hmm. which are the ones that have the two little bulbs that come out the side and you twist them in. Is that the V22? There is a B22 and a B15. Okay. And the 22 is 22 millimetre at the end. Yeah. The 15 is a 15 millimetre. And the Edison screw... Is that a G? A G? A G22. No, a G. Oh, a G. Okay. Edison. E for Edison, e, yeah. E for okay. Edison. They're yep. trying to make it pretty tricky. Yes. Of course. <laughs> and there's two there. So there's a 27 mil, so E27, which is the fat Edison screw, and there's an E40, which is the thin Edison screw. So those, they will just swap straight out. You can get a new one put in, no issues. Your um, GU10, again, you can take a GU10 LED and take out your old halogen, mm -hmm. so the little spotlights you get in kitchens and stuff. Take those out, twist in an LED, no problem at all. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest issues, and to be honest, is because it's quite a familiar bulb, is an MR16. Right. Yes, yeah. So we, you tend to have them, what, bathrooms? Yeah, before? bathrooms, bedrooms, and, and they mm -hmm. run at lower voltage. Mm -hmm. Right, so they run at 12 volts instead of your 240 in your normal plug. So um, the issue there is that you need a transformer to take it down to 12 volts. And so the problem with LEDs is the um, um, the current yep. running through, the, sorry, the load going through that transformer yes. is high enough for it to work. So the, so the bulbs flash. And this is this is always confusing me. Do I so if I'm a consumer out there, do I bother with all of that or do I just change it to, for a different bulb? What, I get a GU10. I would I would take out the MR16. I would take out the fitting of the MR16 and I would put in a GU10 because mm -hmm. the bulbs look pretty much the same. They produce the same light and get them in the same wattages. It just means going forward, you're never going to have those issues. Because if you have an MR16, which is the ones literally two prongs, they just yep. pop in. Um, you potentially are going to have issues uh, because they need to they need to work with the LED driver or the transformer to to give you a proper light. And so we have encountered loads of people who have got in touch with us who have been annoyed that they've gone out and they spent you know three hundred quid swapping all the bulbs in their house with MR sixteen LEDs and they don't produce or they produce a flickering light. So if, if that is the case, I'm sorry that you've gone out and spent that money. Uh, and I would definitely make the swap to the GU10. I think the other thing to mention with LEDs is, is the fact you can dim some of them. Yep. And to make this really easy, if you have a dimming halogen light, mm -hmm. 
you need or a dimmer switch. So that's what I had. So they had to swap the uh, the dimmer. Yeah, exactly. So so, but the easiest thing to do is make sure the LED bulb you buy is dimmable. Mm-hmm. So you can buy, for example, a GU10 that's dimmable and one that isn't. If you wanted to dim, buy the dimmable one. You will tend to pay a tiny bit more for that functionality. On that question we had earlier about the minimum standard, so the EU minimum lifespan is six thousand hours for LED. So about seven years. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Yeah, probably you, you backworked it. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, we can, yeah. we can, we can, yeah, we can. <laughs> we, we actually we had a question here. We had a question, James. Mm-hmm. The first on right. from Facebook. Can can you buy a GU10 bulb plus a brand new GU10 fitting for about twenty pounds? Or less, less than twenty pounds. Because a bulb is what? So £2.50-ish? So if you go to a company like LED Hut, I'm probably on a free plug here, but I just have. Yeah. Um, they are, you're looking £10 for mm-hmm. a, for the fitting and the bulb. Um, and so... Obviously, you've got to get someone to install it. Yes. Qualified electrician. Electricity kills. Yes, yes it does. So qualified no, electrician to get them installed. But yeah, it's, it's not difficult. Very good. First question. Very good. Thank you, Facebook. Um, right, and then uh, what else we got to talk about? So, uh, so dimming switches. Make sure you buy a dimmable bulb. That's the main thing. Because that's what we really liked was because the, the challenge is always going to be, um, and we'll get to color temperatures in a second. But the challenge is always going to be that um, whatever you do, you want to make the experience before and after like pretty much the same. And yes. That's what, so, so in my household, they quite like the dimmer in, in the living room yeah. because you can kind of turn it down or up. As, as you like. Pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Does a dimmer save electricity? Does, does it save you energy? I need to read our blog. Obviously, yes. I need to. I need yes. to. Uh, I'll probably say yes. Why? Is it because LEDs flicker quite a lot? So the way they work, they flicker really fast, but you can't see it. So your eye doesn't doesn't kind of catch. How yeah, fast so they, it's like a TV. Yeah, a TV so if they yeah. flicker less, surely less energy is going through the um, the chip or, or whatever part of the bulb. So hence why it's using less energy. Am I right? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. So the, I mean, there are different types of dimmers, and I'm gonna have to. It's, so if, it, if it's yes, yeah, so if you dim it, a triac dimmer, which I mean, yeah, God knows what that actually is, but it's basically it pulses the current through the bulb, so it's like on or off. Yeah, so if you mm-hmm. pulse it less, but still the, we couldn't pick it up as in the human eye, but you pulse it less, it's dimmer, basically. So yes, in theory you do. The if if you want, but they're to, massive, massive. That's what it's, it's not massive. Yeah. But if but if you wanted lower light, so if you always dimmed your bulb because you actually wanted a forty watt bulb, or we're going to talk about lumens in a second. But if you wanted a forty watt bulb instead of a sixty watt, a forty watt bulb will be cheaper to run than dimming a sixty watt. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah? Yes. So a 40 watt will be cheaper to run than dimming a 60 watt to yes. a 40 watt equivalent. Yes. yes. Cool. Right, lumens. So I think this is this is the biggest thing when it comes to lighting and LEDs. So back in the day, everyone was all about wattage. Yeah? So wattage is um, basically it's the power consumption. Yeah, of the bulb. So and hence more power was kind of, I would say linear, but... There was a relationship. Yeah, exactly. So if you increase the wattage, you increase the the brightness yes. of the bulb. So so very so a fifty watt bulb bright. It's power consumption. It's wattage. You know, it's it's using fifty watts power basically to produce that light. Now, uh, when we go LEDs, obviously the the key to this 
is is the, the the wattage, and that's why you're saving the energy. So, a five watt LED will produce very much the same light as a fifty watt uh, halogen bulb. Yeah, mm-hmm. or incandescent. Um, so, uh, so basically, what it means though is we we need a way to go into a shop and be able to say, right, I want the same bulb as my old fifty watt without giving a wattage, and the word is a lumen. Yeah. So um, basically, the the lumen is the measurement of light output by a bulb. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not only power consumption; it's light output. So basically, uh, what you're trying to do is is get a similar level of lumens to your old bulb. So, so basically, if I was in the olden world, so an 80 watt, that would have an equivalent lumens, <laughs> and then a 100 watt would have an equivalent lumens? Yes. Pretty much across all the bulbs? Yes. Because you knew what your starting point exactly. is. Exactly. So you could walk into the shop and say, right, I had a 50 watt bulb, and this was the number of lumens, or my 50 watt. What is it on the LED? But this is where I've seen its, it's difference on the LED. So I've seen a 5 watt from one manufacturer, and a 5 watt from another manufacturer, and the lumens are different? Yes. You're going to ask me trying to explain that. It's quality, isn't it? It's just to do with... Let's go quality. So the more light you get per, per I don't know, per output of wattage, Yes. then surely that's giving off more light, hence why it's more efficient, it's a better... Yeah, but, I t- but then I guess the quality thing is dangerous because it might mean that, yes, you get a higher lumen output per watt. But it could be a more unstable bulb. Exactly. It's difficult to... So I think quality is a dangerous one to go with. But basically, you're looking for lumens, and I would say if you're comparing two LED bulbs with the same wattage and one has a higher lumen, I would go with the one with the higher lumens. Um, but but I think again with with LEDs, and let we can start going through it now. I think the so you've got to look for lumens, but also the color temperature. So you mentioned that before. So what we're we talking about there? So color temperature is so for instance, so for my. If I'm in my living room or bathroom, normally I like it a bit warmer. So it's kind of it's the less kind of scientific. So this is very I don't know. So it's a yellow light. Yeah. Yeah. So a yellow light. So when you say warm, you mean like yellow. Yes. Whereas when you say um, scientific. So this is white light. <laughs> so, so in this this room, it's I don't really find this light comfortable. No. Actually. So so it feels like you're in a lab. Yeah. Yes. Or a dentist chair. And so all that. So yep. that is uh, cool that. light. Yes. Yeah, so it's, so it's got sort of more tinges of blue. Would that be how you describe it? Yes. So it's like a blue light, and then whereas the warm light is yellow. Mm. And you can basically buy LEDs any kind you want. But listen, some people like the blue light, as you were saying. Some people they like do. this type of light. They do. I mean, it just and it depends. So I think with, with LEDs, when you move to them and you buy an LED equivalent, start having a look, you know, buy a couple initially that have different qualities, so different light temperatures so a cool light or a warm light and see which ones you like and they're all on essentially a color temperature scale yep um and uh you you can start sort of getting getting a feel and would you say uh and is this fair uh, places like say kitchen where you're doing lots of appliance stuff you want it a bit whiter or bluer well i think it's say somewhere I think you're it's sitting and relaxing or is it up to the Depending. Well, that's that's for I, me. So I like be... I like it to be nice and warm because it feels more cozy. Yes, which is like a yellow. Even the light. kitchen. Yeah. Okay. And I love being cozy in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, uh, whereas I'm sure there. Because a kitchen, I wouldn't mind because if say I'm handling appliances and stuff and knives and you know I want it to be a bit mm. more intense. Yeah. So. Okay. But yeah. But I mean, it's not really intense. It's just blue. Light. Yeah. It's just very. 
clinical. Yes. Um, LEDs, other thing to mention about LEDs. They're, they're very um, focused in direction. So we've got uh, lights outside my house and they, the street lights outside So you're house. talking about angle beams, yeah? Yeah. So, we, so we've got the street lights and uh, about three years ago they used to annoy me. So our street lights are absolutely rubbish. Well, but if, because they were these old lights and the light went bloody everywhere. Yeah. Right. And now, and they, about three months ago they swapped them. What for Borough Council, in. are you listening? Improve our lights. Healing and nailing it. So what they've done now is they put these LEDs in right on my street, and the light sort of lightens up the, the pavement, but it doesn't make everywhere light. I just can't see anything in my street. Really? I, mean, I don't even know where I'm going half the time. Are there lights in your street? There's lights, but <laughs> it, you, it, it's as if there was no lights. You know, it's absolutely terrible. And they turn them off after twelve o'clock. Okay. It doesn't make sense because they're all LEDs. As I, the whole argument we've just had about costs mm. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But anyway. Okay, right. So final final thing on lights before we we move on. So there are now, um, and I'm sure there are other competitors, but I'm going to name check uh, Philips, and they do a bulb is called Hue, H U E, right. I think H U E. Right, and they are so they're smart lights. Right, so I have an app on my phone that allows me to turn my light off. I can turn my light on now in my home from my phone. Which how often you do it? Pretty infrequently. Never. But they're quite clever. So for a security light and that sort of thing. Yes. Um, they allow you to to basically just run. Is it, I suppose it's good when you go on holidays. Logic? I suppose it's good when you yeah, go on holidays. Because you want to keep so the burglars. So, away, so you know so. the timers on old things. Yeah. Twenty four hours, and you said I want it on for fifteen minutes now, and then da la la. So the LED, so the app, this app, and I don't think this was the point of it, but it allows you basically to say, right, I want it to go roughly, turn the light on at 7 o'clock in the evening, mm. give or take 15 minutes, yeah. and then it changes within that kind of spectrum when it when it turns on. So it looks more subtle. Yes, rather well, than just coming just, on at the same minutes, time. So there's a bit in home Rather like, I've got, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought so the same bit, thing. And then yeah. and the, guys, the guys are about to rob the houses, and they literally flick it, and all the lights suddenly come on, and so yes. they've got to try and prove people at home. Whereas the Philips Hue... Yeah. Is, is a subtler way of doing it. So, for instance, you can say, oh, you know, dim, dim the bedroom one, but then turn the... Dim the bedroom. <laughs> but you're away, so there's, you know, there's nothing going on. Um, <laughs> but they... The living room one. But I think, you know, while we're talking about energy saving, mm. so the energy saving point of view, you can get it set up so when you leave the house, so it's got geolocation. Yeah. So, so I, if, you, if you're coming within, say, five miles of it, it'll recognise... Yeah. yeah. Well, normally it's with heating, right? GPS. So it turns the heating on so your house is nice and warm. Yeah. But the geolocation on that, it normally works actually when you hit your Wi-Fi. When you go onto your phone is picked up by your Wi-Fi. And your Jeep, your kind of your location. As in you're very close to the house. Because yeah. it doesn't yeah. take half an hour to warm up your lights. And then they will just ping on when you arrive. And then when you leave, they turn off again. Isn't there trouble then you've got an app, say, for your heating, an app for lights? Mm. Surely. Surely the way is to Link have one, one app. There think. is. And I think that's, so that's kind of smart heating, smart controls... I think we should talk about that another day. Curtains, stuff like that. All those sort of things. Yep. We can talk about that another Shutters. day. I think there's there's quite a lot of scope for it getting more and more intelligent. Mm. Do you want to know a cool thing about smart lighting? Yes. So in America, where um, in some places where they have um, their peak hours already kind of mm-hmm. established, you um, there's a setting you can do on my lighting app anyway, if you're in America, where um, the light will flash when an off-peak energy hour comes on, Ooh. so then you can use the cheaper energy there. That is clever. Oh, wow. That's quite cool. That's very cool. 
Well, there we go. So you can so save energy. So maybe we'll get that now that the smart meters are coming out. And yeah, so it's all linked, more. doesn't it? All ties in together. Um, so, but basically, that's it. So LEDs, yep. definitely worth getting. Save loads of money, lasts a lot longer. Just make sure you've tried a few bulbs. Make sure you're happy with the colour temperature. Um, lumen is the thing that you're looking for now rather than wattage uh, because a 50-watt bulb from the old days is now similar to a 5-watt LED type thing. So lumens is a measure of total light output, so that's what you're looking for. Um, and smart lighting is, is potentially the future. Okay, um, can I talk a little bit about EPCs, Energy Performance Certificates, oh, and the impact of, uh, of LED lights? So, uh, <laughs> as we discussed before, you've got a domestic EPC, so say for your houses and your flats, and you've got a commercial EPC, that's pretty much for all of your businesses. And um, But the varying degree of, i.e., if you go from, say, halogen lights to LEDs, from one to the other, so i.e. on your domestic one, even if you retrofitted it all out, it wouldn't make much of a difference because the way the building regulation standards within the software work, they don't deem light to be a guzzler of energy mm-hmm. as much as they, they are in business. You know, we are in work today, obviously, and uh, you know, you'd probably agree with this that lights are on pretty much ten hours a day through, throughout yeah. the warehouse, throughout all the offices. So, and you normally arrive quite late, so uh, eight, 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 eight forty-five. <laughs> Always, uh, 15, you know, those 15 minutes. Um, but, um, yeah, so because it makes such a big impact for, for commercial energy assessments, it's, it's very much worth. So if you're, you know, looking to be, um, compliant with minimum energy efficiency standards, which are now live. So if you're looking to rent out the property, if it's a commercial premises to a, to a new tenant, you've got to hit, uh, band E, uh, energy rating on a commercial and domestic. But I would just say on the commercial, uh, the LED impact is much, much bigger. So yes. it could be the thing that takes you across the line. So basically to a, a cheap or, 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 way to, to get cost effective, cost-effective. Cost-effective way uh, rather than kind of, you know, ripping up the whole uh, warehouse and sort of starting again, fabric, HVAC systems. You know, it can get really, really complicated. Uh, LED lighting is a, could be a, a much more simpler way to, to do it. For so. domestic properties, if, if you're close to this key boundary... So if it's, it's one to two points, it's one not... One to two points. Yeah. Okay, so, but if you're close, if you're very close... Yes, yeah, so say you're... You I may know, as well do it. What is it, 40, 39? Mm. To, to a bandy? I'll have to check that. But anyway, you know, if you get to 40, then, you know, hey, presto. You're there. So many of these might be the way to do it. But it'll be on the recommendation. So what you can always do with your energy assessor, uh, on, on the last page of your energy assessment report, you will see... What are the measures and what the impacts are? Much more visible than, than commercial because commercial just gives you a, a long list of recommendations. It doesn't necessarily go into the scenario analysis. What? Where would you, if you were to get an EPC in London, where would you? What company would you use? Only I only use London EPC. James. Right. Okay. Little plug there. Yeah. Anyway. How uh, many points could it boost your commercial up by? It's it's really difficult to tell because um, I think you'd have to, to get you you'd have to get Alan you'd have to get Alan I mean Alan is the you know the veteran of all EPCs I, mean, I think God the, the God of all EPCs but he um, I mean he just tells you about stuff like um, light settings and you know other things you can do with it to actually boost it so and I you know I get lost in the figures and the numbers but. Mm. Um, yeah, probably Alan's a, is a good person. But as I said, it, it, it's it, it's much more significant than a domestic one, Harry. So, yeah, I probably want for Alan to ask. But I think for, even for him, it would be quite a difficult one to put his finger on. 
Alan said that uh, could be as much as 100 points. Wow. Can I just I, say... I think... Can, mm. I, can I honestly just say, and I know that I shouldn't be admitting this, but we have a sort of cheat sheet that we use, and it says here, name check London EPC. I hadn't even read that. I just name checked them anyway. Well, London hyphen EPC. London hyphen EPC. Okay, good, right. So, um, final thing. So, okay, I can't get lights in a particular room for whatever reason. Don't want to pay for an electrician. What is a solar tunnel? I have no idea. To be honest. Right, okay. So, so, so you have to explain that. So, so, so sorry, James. So a solar tunnel, I, I mean, I don't know a huge amount, but I, yep. I do know a little bit. A solar tunnel basically brings light into a room. So obviously if I'm in a room and I put a window in, that's a logical thing to do. Yep. But a solar tunnel basically is, um, you don't need very much space for them, and they sit, uh, tend to sit in the ceiling. So it comes through, it's a little tube, it comes through the ceiling. Right. And okay. there's a bit on top of so I imagine. Like, Did it have mirrors? Colors. Did it have. Yeah, to, to reflect, to the, reflect the light. Yeah, and okay. it sort of has this aperture at the top that captures loads of light. Right. And then it pings it down this tunnel. Yep. Lots of mirrors. And then pings it into the room. So it basically it creates a whole load of light from very, very little sort of light input. Um, so uh, I know Velux have just bought one out. So Velux, you know, they make the windows and the lofts, but they've they've just bought one of these things out. But lots of other companies do them as well. So if you need to bring light into a particular room and you can't bring electricity for whatever mm. reason, have a look at the solar tunnel. So I guess if one day, you know, we made the worth, uh, sorry, the uh, surface wall uninhabitable and we had to all migrate underground, it would, if we install <laughs> these things underground, it would stop us turning into Mortlocks. So if you watch, uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, because we'd be Mortlocks. able to Mortlocks. Yeah, you know those guys in um, the Time Machine. You know, the, so if they spent so much so much time underground without any light, they mm. sort of uh, like Gollum. Yeah, they became a bit like that. But if we had solar solar tunnels, tunnels. yeah, that would prevent Less us. issues. Yeah, um, and then the last one we need to cover before we've done so, uh, lights to death, uh, solar panel lights. So my mother-in-law, uh, lovely lady. Uh, has the so in her garden she's got these little lights and they're oh, solar panel yes. lights my mum absolutely loves those things right they don't produce very much light but they are brilliant though aren't they they're a clever idea so yeah. they, they basically they have a tiny little battery and they charge during the day and they give a minimal yes. amount of light out during the evening um, you obviously could get proper battery storage and power lights that way with solar panels and that sort of thing but we're talking about the tiny little ones here mm-hmm. Um, They're about two two quid from yeah, the BQ. If on the cheap now after Christmas. Yeah, on the cheap after Christmas. No, but they are, but they I are guess great though. That was when you're sitting in the garden, and then you know it's your kind of uh, producing a tiny amount of. Yeah, light. it's just the glows. You know, so you can see the perimeter of your garden. Yes. Ah, great. Well, there we go. So they uh, you can buy them if you want, and they're pretty cheap now. Right, <clears throat> Nick. Oh, what God. are we on to next? Cold weather payments. Cold weather payments. It has been cold, I have to say. It's been freezing, as we discussed, snow. So uh, temperatures have, have warmed up. Um, so cold weather payments, the way I understand them is, so if, if you are entitled to winter fuel payments um, and there are certain consecutive days that are below zero. Are these, are these all the ways we can get them? So, pension credit, if you receive pension credit. So, that's an entitlement. Support for mortgage interest or income-related employment and support allowance and you're in work-related activity group. I mean, Jesus wept. We'll, we'll put a link to so, that. We'll put a link seven consecutive days where it's zero or below as an yeah. average temperature. So, 
I guess what so last and week. And it's between first November and end of March, so you yeah. can't have it if you have freak April weather. Irrelevant. Yes. No payment. Um, but um, I think yeah, probably would have qualified in most parts of the country. So, yeah, for for about a week or so, it was. Pretty Is cool. it done all? Are there different zones in the country? Yeah, it's done by your by your nearest weather station. So some people complain because if you're on the top of a mountain and it's freezing cold and whatnot, and you would qualify, but your local weather station's in a warmer place. Ah. Unless your local weather station um, is is following the great criteria, you won't get paid. Okay, okay, fine. But I think on the whole, it works relatively well because not that many people live up top of mountains. Um, and uh, but it's still that's quite tough criteria being average zero yeah. for seven consecutive days I mean Scotland probably yes. get that quite a lot but yes. they don't they down here does, it, does uh, Scottish yeah. people getting it pretty sure I'll check right we'll fact, fact check that um, and there is a government postcode checker to see if you're eligible for the payments um, so uh, it's quite quite a nice I guess if you're sort of west, west country so you're just you know, you're, you're on the Atlantic kind of periphery because it's normally where I learned this in geography. You tend to get mild weather, so you're probably least likely, but as you said, Scotland, and maybe as you move out into the east or higher ground. Mm-hmm. But then again, yeah, it all depends on your weather station. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And anything else to talk about today? Cold weather payments, you don't have to apply for it's automatic. If you've got those in fl- yeah, documents, if yeah. If you're eligible, it will happen. You don't need to... Oh, really? forms or anything. Yeah, it's done. Oh, right. Okay. It perfect. happens so rarely that people don't know about it. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, fingers crossed we keep getting cold weather, although cold <laughs> weather is obviously bad because you have to be eating on. Um, have we so got time for some news? We have got some time for some news. Yep. Well, I was just going to say, so a, 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 a story that Harry picked out this week in The Guardian was basically saying UK has got one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, fossil fuel subsidies towards... Well, production and extraction of fossil fuels, so natural gas, oil, mm. etc. Um, and considering that we're moving on, well, we're trying to move on to a low carbon economy um, and trying to support these fledgling technologies. I mean, last week we only really talked about the um, tidal stuff. Yeah. Uh, so um, I don't know. It seems to be all kind of a bit of a mixed mixed bag. It doesn't make you very confident, you know, about mm. our kind of low carbon future. If we're going to be, well, I think the scene deck gets destroyed or renamed or however you'd like to put it it shows the government's focus on these things has probably slipped down the agenda yep. I would say here's a uh, here's a quiz for you how much do you think a year does the government the UK government spend supporting fossil fuels yes 12 billion pounds no more I reckon they spend 42 billion oh good lord 10.5 billion ooh <laughs> you okay. right, fine Yes. I just, you know, I went big. You said it was a big payment. I was hoping for more. <laughs> um, so that's plenty, isn't it? I meant 12, so 12 billion euros, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the sterling figure I didn't... Uh, You've got information in front of you. This is all from up here for me. Well, you know. Um, okay, cool. And then I am ready to I want to talk about uh, next week in loads of detail, um, which I think we're doing next week, which is all about the sort of plastic thing. Yeah. And um, So we're looking at different... Different solutions out, proposals out there. Yeah, what's what's hot? It's getting more uh, and more coverage. So I think we can we can. I I sort of read something in in this magazine. It was actually really interesting. Um, And so I think we should we should spend. I have to say, Sky did a very good campaign. Sky Oceans was yeah. yeah. So shout out. 
Um, so we ne- they need to keep hitting these sort of things. Um, and then, so we'll, we'll do that in more detail. So I'm not going to bore you that now. Uh, anything else? Yeah, and probably what we'll do is, um, I think last week we had the talk about the conservatory. We'll try and, uh, yeah, if we'll get any more questions. Oh, yeah. We'll try and use that as a, yeah, about cover a third of the show. Okay. So, yeah, we had um, did you, some disparaging comments about infrared. So maybe maybe get we'll some talk about that. Bread flavoured beer? Oh, I didn't order it this week. Oh, we have to order it for next week. Okay. okay. Good. I think that Let's get good. that ordered. And then we can get try it. Sorted. Yes. Sort yes. Get a crate. We can get a crate. That'd be yep. good. Um, okay, good stuff. Well, listen, uh, thank you very much for watching, if you're watching uh, on YouTube or uh, if you now. First podcasts. Use us. Yeah, podcasts. Let's go. Podbean. Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. The Green Age website. Uh, what's the other one? Stitcher. Stitcher. Going to get that. The Green Age website. Don't um, forget. The Green Age website. Which is just a link back to our YouTube. Um, so, Ben, no, it's not now. You're oh, and then also the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the top, yeah. Um, so, if, if you'd like to uh, subscribe, you can do that via any one of those channels. Just go on there and uh, type the Green Room and, and we'll pop up. Um, and uh, Just to make sure you never miss out on a episode. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, and then, as Nick said, we would love questions from people. Uh, so if, you, if you've got any anything that you're wondering about, in terms of energy saving, ideally, we can try other questions. I don't know, qualifying a huge amount. Uh, and then um, and we will try and give you some answers. But but I think that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you happy with that? Yeah, I'd just say, yeah, LEDs, great. So if you, <laughs> you haven't done it yet... Make sure, make sure, uh, yeah. You try and um, try and adopt it. Try and swap them out and um, save yourself some money. Good stuff. Thanks, mate.